Daily Dribble. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet. You're joined for the final episode before Christmas by Mr. Lee Hancock. Are you? Mr. Roe Hancock. How are you? Gentlemen, the moment has finally arrived. The, the big guy, the big guy sliding his fat ass down the chimney in a couple of nights' time. How pumped are we? Pumped. It feels like Christmas now. Last week, yeah. it wasn't in the Christmas spirit. Pack her up, work's done. Happy yeah. days. Yeah, yeah, I think that's Chuck it. the feet up. A yeah. clear indicator. But you guys, like, are you guys big Christmas fans? I used to be. Not as much now. Oh, you, what the child wait, has what, been taking out What are you saying? Like, Santa's not real? Yes. Oh. Oh, Grinch. God. I hope no kids are I was about to say, we have a very <laughs> yeah. wide range of audiences here at the Daily Dribble. Our but, demographic's uh, changing. I tend to agree with Lee. Like, you know, I think once I have kids as well, mm. that'll be a, a kind of a, you know. Mm. I Rejuvenation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yourself, Ro, big Christmas guy. Absolutely. What's good not food, to love good, about good it? Good company, a couple of beverages. Mm. It's, a, it's a wonderful time of year, is it not? Absolutely. And those Chrissy Day games. Oh, oh, tell you what, what an incredible slate of games it's going to be. It's um, it's just action-packed, to say the least, isn't it? It is. It, it, it is the best day of the what, year what, in terms of basketball. What one are we looking forward to the most? What what game? Beantown boys against Bucks. Yeah, to be Have honest, to be, I am yeah. too as well. Mm. I'm mm. really, really looking forward to that game. Yeah. Um, but as we were talking before, Nick, the Knicks versus Philadelphia 76ers, didn't think that one would be a huge game coming into the season, but the Knicks are on an absolute tear at the moment. Why would they? Are? So I think that's going to be a really entertaining one. So you're hopping up at 4am to watch that one, are you? Can't say I'll be hopping up at 4am. Ch- chances are slim. Might watch the condensed game on replay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's that sounds like a smarter option. <laughs> Guys, thank you for joining us once again. We had intended to do a bit of a mailbag episode. Change tunes halfway through the week, just given the fact that voting now is officially open mm. for the All-Star starters. Mm. Uh, we thought it'd be a perfect opportunity as, for us to put forth our, our All-Star starters for the East and Western Conference there. Um, we'll get into that momentarily. Before we do that, we'll do some odds and ends. And before even that, just a big shout out to the cover and stadium scene mm. both those networks doing tremendous things as i continue to say for not only us but other content creators out there um you know especially at this time of year giving and receiving and thanking and all that great stuff we do at christmas a big shout out and thank you to those guys for the continued love and support so shout out to uh to stadium scene and the cover there thank you very much great stuff guys and just a big shout out to all you guys you know i'll probably say it at mm. the back end but a big merry christmas to all of our listeners you know, from ourselves, we've still got another week to go before the end of the year, but certainly appreciate you all tuning in to us three. Uh, I was trying to think of good wordage there, whether to a bit of self. Uh, we can't say it on the episode. Yes, no, but we certainly appreciate you guys joining us week in and week out. So we do hope from the Daily Dribble team here that you all have a very Merry Christmas. Do we not, Lee? Not if you're Jewish. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> yep. Okay. That was left to field. Yep. A simple yes would have sufficed. <laughs> yes would have certainly sufficed. But never wanted to shy away from a curveball, Lee. I like it. Guys, a little curveball here. Let's start with some odds and ends. Six-time All-Star Amari Stoudemire was arrested during the week after allegedly punching his daughter in the drawer and drawing blood. Stouds. Now, what? he told the cops he did it because she was a liar and was being disrespectful. Now, oh, we'll certainly keep you posted on how this one falls out, but I just want to, off the back of that, so, mm. you know, Stoudemire there, a name that's synonymous with the NBA, a huge a huge, uh, a huge player in his own right, but mm. this has just tarnished his it, name. Tarnished his mm. name, but mm. I want to throw the question to you guys, just as we spoke about kids and Christmas, your own parenting styles. Now, none of us have kids at the moment. Yeah. How do you think you're going to... Are you going to be a kind of a soft touch or are you going to be a real lay down the law backhand and, uh, you know, flex your muscle on them, Lee? What do you, what, what kind of a, a disciplinary? Um, disciplinary? Yeah, that's all right, isn't it? It's yeah, going to be so. a soft touch, I reckon. Yeah. I, I don't think I could hit, hit my kids. Yeah. No. Do, do you, are you going to be like, you're going to try and be good cop though? Not good cop. I'll just, I'll just try to raise them. You need to raise them in that perfect light, you know? Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. You know, so it's, it's going to have to, a lot of forethought is going to have to go into Shower it. with affection. Shower them with affection. Yep. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go, row for yourself. I'm in the exact same boat as Lee, and I think most people these days probably would be, wouldn't they? It's like, a different age, isn't it? I'm just My thinking, word. like, maybe back in the olden days that was considered acceptable, but 
Like in all seriousness, that's absolutely disgraceful mm. from, from Amari and a it guy is. who has had such a who had such an incredible NBA career and Indeed. at times was one of the most dominant big men in the league. Yep. Does that kind of thing and it really brings his whole name and reputation down, gurgling down the drain. So he's that's fact, absolutely shocking. The fact really. he tried to justify it as well, like just she, a, she was a liar and was being disrespectful. Is that the best you can do? Uh, oh, surely not. Surely me. not. Yeah, he's 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 built from a different type of cloth, isn't he? Amari Stoudemire. He's always been that hard-edged guy on the court, but you don't bring it home. To you don't bring it home, do you? That's no. shocking. No, no. I don't like that at all. I don't like that either. We'll push on, lads, with a with a bloke who was also in the news for the wrong reasons. Um, not so much in the recent recent weeks, but Robert mm. Sava, his reign is mm. officially over. Mm. Now, billionaire mortgage lender Matt Ishba, Ishbia, Ishba, Ishbia. Ishbia, one of the other. Ishbia. We'll go yep. with that. Um, he's purchasing the Suns and Mercury for a record price of around $4 billion. Not just the cheeky four, four bets. $4 billion. Mm. Is yeah. that, like, that is just absurd. And it's, it's an investment. It's, well, it's, it'll be interesting to see because I remember Mark Cuban saying he, he purchased the Mavs. Was it? 300 million or so, two, three, I or 400 so. million yeah. around that price point. Now, now close to valued at 4 billion. Mm. So he's, he's 10x his investment there. Yeah. I wonder what the actual, you know, I guess the X return on it could be here for Ishva. 4 billion for the purchase. How high could it go? Well, the game overall is just continually, continually growing, isn't it? It is. And yeah. the Phoenix Suns. To a certain extent, he it almost feels like he's a few years too late in terms of the success of the team because so. um, they were sort of on the rise and they, they they're still performing well. But I think he might have just missed out a little bit. But he he'll still not, make a healthy profit. They're not no one doubt. of the bigger market teams. Like the, no. they're, they're a big team in their own mm. right. You know, mm. done good things over the last couple of years. But they're not in LA. They're not a Knicks. Mm. You know, mm. crazy crazy to think four billion dollars though, isn't it, Lee? But thus ends mm. the reign of Sava. Happy. Is Sava, he's not so. the racist guy, so, yeah. is he? Or is he? Uh, he's just created a very poor working environment for, for female staff members, for um for, for everyone, essentially. Well, mm-hmm. who was the son owner that was racist? And was oh, yeah, he, he was. probably That was him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks old. Yeah. So thus ends Robert Sava's reign. Um, push How did he last so long? Uh, I was hearing those racist talks like two years ago. Because he owns a team. He's a oh, powerful man. He's a very but, powerful man. Come on, Adam Silver, do something. Step what in. can you do, though? He's got the deep pockets. Money there speaks all languages. someone above him. Well, he's gone now. He's gone now. Thank goodness for that. Uh, on the injury front, the Magic will be without Chime Akoke. Akoki. Koki, I am. I tell you what, like the pronunciations are on point tonight. Nick. I've I've essentially shut down for holidays, haven't I? Like the, I think the so. body's here, the brain is not. But nevertheless, Koki, it will be out for at least a month after he went an arthroscopic procedure mm. on his left knee. There, across eighteen games this season, he's averaged five and a half points, four rebounds, an assist and a half in twenty-two minutes a game. Mm. Now, you know he's, he's done his part. He's mm. done his part. But I the magic. So. Magic have been one of the form teams of the competition mm. in recent weeks. Mm. Uh, we spoke about off the air their road, knocking off the Beantown boys in back-to-back games. Twice, yeah. Um, they've, they've had a nice little run here, the Magic, haven't they? Well, they're short, sort of showing glimpses already of what they're probably going to do in the next few years, which is knock off some really good teams and, you know, compete at a really high level. So I think over the last week, we've certainly seen a glimpse, small glimpse into the future yep. and, Far out. Imagine if they get a guy like Wembenyama or Scoot Henderson or one of these highly touted prospects. That the future is looking really bright for Orlando. And you you agree with that, Lee? Like you you're seeing, you know, they're putting the pieces in place, aren't they? I mean, it's kind of we more... spoke about it last week. You can see Detroit, Orlando, OKC moving in the right direction, getting you know acquiring the right pieces, as opposed to the Hornets. And I don't even know who else you'd put on that. Now, list, just but... on that, I know we're speaking about the magic on the Hornets. Mm. Lee, your contract. Ro put it in on our socials. If you haven't mm. seen it, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok for all things NBA and NBL. Mm. Ro put up the contract that you signed yes. during the week. It has since ended, has it not? It's expired. Expired. Lee, big decisions, mate. No. What, all Huge I want for decisions. Christmas is a new team. No. No. No, not doing it. Not even generating another what, contract. What was for... that like? Twenty twenty two years. Oh, it was two. Year, it was a two year contract. You, yeah, you've you've hung tough. Yeah, mate. If you were to hypothetically bounce, mm. you know, because you, you've done it in the past, it's not to say you won't do it again. Where would you be leaning towards at the minute? Would it be a return to the Wizards, or would you uh, 
venture to a, a third franchise? Jeez, I would not venture, but if I had to. <laughs> I just want you to know how bleak the next decade's going to be for mm. you. Although oh, I can say the same for you, Nick. You've got no <laughs> draft picks, no assets whatsoever. But people want to go to LA. Return no. serve. Yeah, no. people, people want to go to LA. There's always going to be hope there. The glitz and glam attracts all. Could you imagine if Lee signed a contract to go elsewhere and they signed Wemmer and Yama? Or no. even Scoot oh. Henderson. Imagine. That's why I was like, when the Wizards were doing so well at the start of the year, yeah. I was like, oh, that, this is just priceless. No. It's almost, he'd almost need to put a clause in the contract that said, <laughs> if we get Wemmer and Yama, I am fully within my rights to terminate the contract. Yeah. That's, that's because a you wouldn't, you wouldn't sign it. Knowing that no, he otherwise. could be at the at the end of uh, this season, Lisa staying put. Oh, of course I am. Good man. Of course. Um, following off the back of what we spoke about last week, shout out to to Apex there, a resident Bulls fan. Um, news came out from Woj during the week that it looks as if Lonzo Ball will now be missing quite possibly the remainder of the season. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, with that, I guess you know we spoke a bit about it a little bit last week, but just kind of following up and reiterating the point. With this news, and you know the, the mm. disharmony that's been going on with Levine, are we blowing it up? Oh, like with this yes. now, with this news coming out, just kind of clarifying that we probably mm. won't see Lonzo again this season. Mm. Does that just kind of, you know, reconfirm to us that blowing it up is mm. the right? I move? mean, it was on it was on their wish list last week from um before before he, we heard that news mm. that he's going to be out for the remainder. So now it's a definite blow it up for you, like oh, it was last week. Yeah, so yes, it still is times two. Mm. I'm still for yourself, bro. Is it? Is it? You know, throw the chips in, and, and I think just, so. It has. To, I think yeah. it has to be some sort of blowing it up in some sort of sense. And I think over the last few days we've heard reports of both Zach Levine and Demar Derozan <laughs> more mm. recently looking like they are very unhappy with the position that the franchises that so it could be a case of getting rid of one or both of those guys and just starting from absolute scratch giving up 150 to the t wolves is never going to bode well in the uh in a locker room is it no i wouldn't have thought so but 150 against the t wolves well without cat you know who yeah. are you know having little struggles in their own right 150 points that's just that's all-star crazy. game that type is numbers crazy isn't it? crazy crazy mm. so i'm with you there i think it's time to pack her in um this iteration, it's it's disappointing just with those injuries to Lonzo in particular. As we mm. mentioned, things were looking good last season. Um, I'd love to see, see see them throw it in now and uh, I think so. see what the, the next version of the Bulls can be. Yep. Speaking of a team that could potentially blow it up or have a you know a couple of tough decisions still to make, mm. the Lakers. Mm. Now it came out AD, he's set to miss the next couple of weeks with a right foot injury. Uh, such a shame given he was arguably Playing probably the best ball of his career. Mm-hmm. Now, this guy is essentially just made of glass. Glass, man. Yeah. He's glass. He's uh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis in uh, what's the movie? <laughs> we said this the other week, didn't we? Uh, what was this? And there's. Uh, I think it was a movie that you'd seen. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll gloss over that then. But if, if you know the one where Bruce Willis is. Uh, no, no, it's Mr. Glass. It's Samuel L. Jackson in the wheelchair and his bones, <laughs> like if you touch him, his bones break. Yeah. That's yeah. AD. That's AD. Um, but now, like with this, and I've watched the last couple of games, mm-hmm. the Lakers have played against the Suns, against Kings, Westbrook sitting out, LeBron's missed some time, AD out. What is the hope now? Because there was some building momentum there in LA, wasn't there? Like, mm-hmm. like what's the hope now? If AD is down, hopefully only a couple of weeks, but are they going to lose too much pace with the... With the playing teams? Probably. I think it's the hope is pretty slim. I, I feel like it was just a teaser almost um, how, how well they were playing when AD was um, in. But, yeah, I'd say the, the hope's looking pretty scarce. But I've also heard in that AD's injury is a bit of a mystery. Like one month is a minimum. I've heard the same thing, yeah. to be perfectly honest with you. And I've heard also heard rumours, take it for what you will, that it could be season ending. Yeah. Which quite an innocuous kind of injury because he went he up against in the air. In the air against Jokic there. And it, yeah. you, like you, it wasn't an obvious an obvious thing, was it? No. I know Jokic is a solid boy, but I wouldn't have thought he'd I don't, cause that kind of damage me there, would he? Yeah, it was actually mid-air. Like I looked yeah. at the video. He didn't make contact with anything. He just mm. snapped his ankle. It's um as a Lakers fan, and I'm I'm wearing this jumper today, you know, if you're watching on the YouTube, the video there. It's hard at the minute because I, I really was, you know, I've kind of stood by them. The start of the season mm-hmm. was poor. We started to get that momentum, but I really think 
And I was speaking to the, my colleague at work, Justin. Shout mm. out to Justin, top guy there. Merry Christmas, mate, to you and the family. Happy with the shout out, Willie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and we were just talking and he said that he would rather trade AD than Westbrook. Now, I'm going to pose that to you guys. Do you think now Westbrook coming off the bench in the sixth man role, doing good things, mm. if you had to choose to trade one or the other, who would you be looking to trade at the moment? It's such a difficult one, that one. Um, or both. Oh, you, you don't trade just AD. If you're getting rid of AD, you get rid of Russ too. Oh, the whole lot, you reckon? Yeah. Just from a oh god, I'd feel sick saying it, but just from a durability perspective, you almost do trade AD over Westbrook because yeah. you don't. You, there's no point having a guy paying him all this money, relying on him this heavily, and having long stints throughout the regular season and possibly throughout the yeah. off season when he's not out there, I think you'd trade him for someone who's still extremely solid in the big man stocks. And I think you could get enough, couldn't you? Still, you despite could. the injuries, people people will pay like up. and believe yeah. in the idea of AD. Like he's a top 75 player of all time, for if sure. you believe that or not. Yeah. But you, you reckon you could still get pretty decent value for him? Oh, I just thought of this. What about... Oh, here we go. What about, Fire up the trade machine on the dime. What about AD... And uh, Westbrook oh, shit. for like Vooch and Demar. No, you're kidding. Maybe a bit more. No, you're dreaming. What no. dream about what? Dreaming. That's that's garbage. That's what, garbage. What's garbage? Vooch. It's garbage. You're not Nicola. No, not a big Vooch fan. No, absolutely not. No, You've lost never, hope. mate. Never. That's that's a horrible. <laughs> How do you lose hope in Vooch this quick, but still have faith in the Lakers? Is my question. Because I'm a dreamer. <laughs> I'm a dreamer, mate. That's no, absolutely not. I don't What's think a, it's that's a big fat no. Okay, right. Would you be would you be interested in some sort of trade that involved obviously AD going back to Chicago because Chicago mm-hmm. is his hometown mm-hmm. and trading? It would have to be some sort of combination I'm, between. I'm thinking, it would have to be a shooter, yep. so it'd have to be Zach Levine. I think I, I reckon he's got Levine time too. On his side. Yep, but there would have to be another really good piece involved in that trade. I'm thinking of. What are the, what are their center stocks? You got Vooch, you got Tony Bradley, you've got drum, drum, drum. Oh shit, could I live with drum? Uh, As okay. a backup how about, how about AD for Levine, Kobe White and Drummond? And maybe you can give him you can give him Ken, Kendrick Nunn. Oh, God, you <laughs> Just want zero points tonight, mate. Got, honestly, I've as I said, I've watched the last couple of games and seeing Nunn run around is. It's, it makes me sad. Quite literally the biggest liability in the league. Max Christie running around, all just these other blokes. Like, it's just hard to watch. Mm, it yeah. really is a hard watch. So there you go. We'll throw that out there, guys. What do you reckon? Who wins that trade? So let's say AD and Kendrick mm. Nunn to the Bulls. In return, Zach Levine, Kobe White, and Andre Drummond. That oh. one's directed at UAPEX. I'd love to hear what you think of that one, mate. That's a, <laughs> that's a, hot, that's a hot one. That's got some merit to it. That, and I think that's that not would bad, Nick. It's certainly aid them. I liked mine better, but <laughs> excellent lads. We'll push ahead out of the uh, out of odds and ends, and we'll move ahead to our all star starters. The Daily Dribble. So, lads, we've got the East and West. The format is what do we got? We got two guards and three forwards. Yep. We've also thrown our coach of the year picks in at the moment. Our we? coach for this team. Do you read our messages? <laughs> I sometimes wonder if you actually read what's going on in our group chat. I've um, never come across a person who replies in four to six business days. Yeah, as it's, uh, it's just uh, you run like okay, clockwork. I think I can do it. I, I can name Off. my coaches of the year. Oh, good. We, we might start with Lee just to yeah, put on the pressure. But we'll, we'll start with the guards, fellas, in the backcourt in the east. Lee, do you want to give your two guards? Yep. I've got um, Shay. What? Oh, in the east. Sorry. Can we go west now that I've already gone ahead? No, and said I guess that? So. We'll go with the west then. Well. I've gone Shay and I've gone Luca. Okay. Shay, do you, I've, do I've you want me to go same. in or no? I've gone the same. Okay. Yeah, you can chat about them. Okay. Shay's ranked third in scoring this year at 31 points, uh, 31.1 Incredible. points a game. He's absolutely just carrying that load offensively, especially. This season, he's, he's just step to that next level. You know, he's one, I feel like he's one of the best self-creating scorers in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of that, I don't know if you've been watching OKC games, but he's, he's been utilizing the mid range a lot more this season. He, he ranks, I think it's fourth in like mid range efficiency. And the, in front of him is like KD, DeRozan and Embiid. Is the mid range coming back? Just quickly. Guys, so. I think like, it was almost a forgotten art over the last couple of years, but you see those players you mentioned, Kawhi, 
is it now just because, you know, defenders aren't it's inclined to defend that mid-range? Mm. Like, it's mm. opening up spots, and players like Shea are really starting to utilise and, and flourish in that it's, area. I feel like it's almost a harder shot than the three-point. Oh, it you is. Know? And you're getting, you know, one less point there. So mm-hmm. it's... um, But it's also higher percentage in some ways as well because you've obviously some of these guys get really good looks from mid-range and sometimes they don't decide to take it and i'm scratching my head every single time i see these guys have a clearly that's why we thought that the mid-range shot was dead because there were so many opportunities Mm. to knock down an easy two if you're in the nba you should probably be knocking down a wide open mid-range if if you're you know unless you're like a pure in the paint big man yeah yep but um, yeah, he's he's certainly bringing it back. I think flourishing, as you said, Lee, thirty-one points, four and a half rebounds, and nearly six assists, a steal and a half a game, as well as a block, and shooting a phenomenal ninety-three percent from the yeah. free throw line. Is that he's, career high? Uh, is that league high? It's uh, league leading. I yeah, league leading. Okay, right there with Jordan Poole. Yeah, those two mm. leading the front there. Um, I likewise had had Luca and Shea. Luca himself, thirty-two points, eight and a half rebounds, nearly nine assists, plus mm. a steal and a half a game. No player is asked to do more in the league, I don't mm. think. They're currently ninth. The Mavs at 16 and 16, only four games back of first. But the the actual burden he has on his shoulders from outside the league, there's probably, you know, the pressures that are being put on it mm. within the organisation themselves because mm. they see themselves as a bit of a contender now. So he's got the weight of that. And just given his supporting cast actually having to perform on the court, mm. the guy's got the weight of the world on his shoulders. And as we were speaking about off air just before, Ro, the guy's 23. Mm. Like what he's doing is phenomenal. Has no one had weight, this amount of weight on their shoulders since the young He's at the festival under the triple stack at the minute. The weight on his shoulders, you know, he's got the, the three stack tower. It's I a shit so. place to be. Yeah. Because you yeah. can feel your spine, you know, compressing as you, you lift him up. But he's, he's wearing it like an absolute champ at the moment. Could you imagine if you were in a worse place? Like, it's quite lucky that he's in Dallas, really, because imagine if he was in like a a, a Minnesota or a Detroit, and he hasn't got the help around him. He, he's actually quite lucky in that respect. Just, just quickly on the Mavs, and mm. before you go there, Ro, how good to see Kimber Walker back? Oh, <laughs> dropping a thirty piece. Oh, the other day. I couldn't believe. I loved it. I loved it, and that's why we you gave your list the other week, Lee, of players who should be in the league, mm. and we spoke of Isaiah Thomas and all these guys. You've got to take a chance sometimes because mm-hmm. what a pickup if he can play valuable minutes and get on top of his injury concerns. Injury concerns, still got plenty of energy left in the tank to play off a, off a bench roll. Unreal. I think Great so. Find. I think so. And I mean, I haven't got anything else to add because I think we're three for three with those guard picks. I think Luca and Shea, there's a few guys in that guard position, what I will say, who are very unlucky not to make this starting, um, starting lineup, namely Steph. Steph, I would say Jar Morant is up there. Jar as well. A guy who definitely should be in consideration. Um, those are probably the main ones, but you I see, think these you couldn't, you just couldn't take these two guys out, could you? And his ability, uh, we spoke about the other week. Was it the Jerry West most clutchest player mm, award? Mm, yeah, shows that guy. He's that. Guy. He's yeah. that guy. The amount of buzzer beaters, you know, clutch time points he scored this season. Like he just lives for those moments. Um, cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. He's mm. a killer. I'm loving it. Great stuff there, fellas. Three from three. Lee, do you want to push forward with your three forwards? I'm going to go the forwards. Yeah, mate. I have <laughs> in there, I have the king himself, LeBron. King putting, James. Yes, sir. I'm putting Zion in there as yep. well. And I've got another, none other than the Yoka. Mate, we've we've gone five from five. Jeez, come on. Oh, geez, yeah. I'm different to you guys a little there bit. There we go. That's, that's okay. what we, we want. We like a bit of different. But well, let's touch on that, Lee. So LeBron. Start with LeBron. 38. How is he still, you know, performing at this volume at 38 years old? He's um, averaging 27 points, eight rebounds and seven assists. What more can he do? He's 38. What? He's 38. What more can he do? He's 750-odd points away or whatever it is from becoming the league's all-time leading scorer. He's running around with with players like Kendrick Nunn, Max Christie, Troy <laughs> Brown Jr., Win- goddamn Wenyan Gabriel yesterday. Oh, no. He's a hard watch if ever I've seen one. Like, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, what, what, is it, what is this Wenyan's cast? This I know. Is garbage. It's, it's so, so bad. I like Thomas Bryant. Yeah, I like Thomas Bryant too, actually. Mm. But it's, um, it's just like he's... You know, at this age, phenomenal the output he's giving. Yeah. Um, I love it. Zion Williamson, 
the Pelicans have been average the last week or so. He's, mm. you know, they're knocking on the doors of the one seed still. 25 points, seven rebounds, five assists. Five assists. Yeah. I think this year he's learning not that he's not just this tank in the paint. I want him you know? to just be a tank. He Piss can, pass him. He can, be a, he can be a tank, but he's proving that he's got uh, like playmaking I, ability I piss that off. Literally every time I just want him, them to but, throw it to him in the post and use that big caboose and just put it in the hole. That first game, was it, you were watching that first game with me that he played this season and they just chucked it to him every single time he was in the paint. Unstoppable. And he just absolutely, you couldn't stop him. But it is, it is good. It's, I, I just know, good take the piss a little bit there, but in the locker bag, five in, or six. Yes, in your arsenal, it's good to have. Mm, and Joker so. as well, the back-to-back MVP. Not even a question, is it? I, I saw he was making a bit of a charge. In you know up the standings in the MVP, oh, I think God. they had him in third. Well, Denver, uh, the other day, Denver are number one, aren't they in the West? Yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah, so rightly so, I think. And sneakily crept the way up there, have yeah. they not? Yeah, they have. They've gone under the radar as they do every single season. Yeah, they're I a like sneaky, it. dangerous team come playoffs, Denver. And they, you know, we kind of forget they've had to try and integrate, reintegrate Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. You know, that's too big. Ball dominant players, mm. they've had to kind of fit back into their rotation. Porter's still out at the moment, um, but it has been a big adjustment period for them. So has been. Yoko, huge, huge. Did you Good see point. the game the other? Twenty seven rebounds. Twenty seven. He had rebounds. twenty at half time. Twenty, right, 20 yeah. or twenty one at half time, and it's like he's on his way to a forty piece in terms of rebounds. I was honestly thinking if he gets like thirty five or something, this is just. <laughs> Just ridiculous. That's Dennis Rodman esque. It was like so, the other week when who who had the twenty nine rebounds? Yeah, big Zou. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's a big boy, isn't he? Crazy talk. Yeah, bro, you differ. I'm let's, differing uh, a little bit here. Get some I hope there's here. a name that you put in that I didn't because he deserves the spot. Okay, tell, tell me yours. Um, so a small forward position. I've actually got Devin Booker at the, the bookman position. I think he's yeah, had a. I think he's okay. had an extremely underrated season. He probably hasn't got the credit he deserves, but. To the, for the season, he's averaging 28 points, four rebounds, five assists. Mm-hmm. He's done plenty of it without Chris Paul alongside him, which I think has to go in his credit. And I think he's just been, he's just one of these guys who I think if he could probably average 30, near on 30, 31 for a season, mm-hmm. and he pr- could probably do it pretty easily. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I just think, I still think he's not getting the, the credit he, des- he deserves. He's and a cooker, isn't he? He's for, an out and out just. Scorer, oh, a killer. He is. For a guy who's knocked down 70 in a game, he needs more respect and he needs to get a bit more attention. And he's 60, got a 60 this season, season as well. Yeah, yeah. So, And he could have had more because they took him out, didn't they, just about three three quarters in? Yes. Or that, yeah, no, he had a 50 as well. He, he, he? he did have a 50-piece um, as well, And I they think, took so, him out yeah. after about three. So, like, he is. Is there a score. guy in the league who you would have more faith in eclipsing Kobe's 81 than Devin Booker? Uh, on his good good question good question Uh, maybe Shay just just purely for the fact he's got to do so much for that team he does doesn't he Um, guys who can get hot guys who can get jar as well like especially those three tiered scores you know the outside in the paint and from the free throw line yeah at, at the rim you know there's I, I, to be honest, Book is probably he would that be guy. Mine, yeah, he's well. probably that yep. guy in fantasy. Yep. KD. 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 KD score yeah. So Bookman's number the, one. The thing with Book, though, mm. I love Book and I love his tunnel fits, but <laughs> this year, and you can't blame him because he has to put up so many shots, but he has had some inconsistent games. And when I say some, I probably mean like 30%, which isn't, isn't great. I'd love him to just reach a stable consistency. In terms of taking the shots, though, he almost had to while yeah. Chris Paul was yeah, out. That's what like, I was saying. He, ha- he has to. He yeah. almost has to because without that, who are they relying on for the bulk of their scoring? Like, I don't think I want to be relying on DeAndre Ayton as my go-to guy. I want to rely on campaign. I would rather him, though, like you just spoke about the efficiency and things there, Lee. Like, there's some players where I'm like, oh, shit, the bad man. Like, Dylan Stop Brooks. Shooting. Dylan yeah. Brooks. Mm. That guy... Stop shooting. He needs a goddamn leash. Every time I look at a Grizzlies game, he's having 20-plus shots. It's like, holy yeah. shit, man, what are you doing? He thinks he's prime MJ so nice, doesn't he? Out. It pisses me off. Cruz but- doesn't pass. I don't know if you saw that. Um, <laughs> Joe- Do you see the Joe Mazzulla, like scout report on every player? No, and, I and, that. And uh, his one on um, on Cruz was he will not pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and ever true. since I've read that, when I watch Cruz, he does You're not pass. He no. just puts it up. But you see, there's players like that where it's like it pisses me off. But I'd rather book it just 
Put him up. Mm. Keep putting him up if you miss him, so be it. But I feel a lot uh, with a lot more faith that he's taking the shots. Me too. Me um, too. And because he is that guy, probably no better in the league. If he hits a few, he's he's a super. He's going for seventy. Yeah, sure. Other two. At the power forward position or the other forward position, I've got Demontis Sabonis yes. from the Sacramento Kings. This is now, who I wanted you to say. Now, and this is another guy who has had a sneaky underrated season. And for a guy averaging 18, 12, and 6 this season, I certainly don't think he should be underrated. And he's been a big reason why the Sacramento Kings have played as well as they have this season and probably exceeded expectations to a certain extent. Yep. But he is one of the best big men in the league in terms of being able to do a little bit of everything. Like his his ability to facilitate at that size goes overlooked on a nightly basis. As a starter? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, I'm interested yeah. to see, hear who your third is because then I might. Well, the only reason I put Zion above Sabonis was because of the entertainment value that Zion brings. He's mm. funner to watch, but... Yeah, I, yeah, and I, I can I can understand that. And Zion for me was probably a, a real tough miss. Um, but I think Demontis Sabonis, from what I've seen so far and of him this season, I really struggled to not put him in that starting five. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the center position, I've got Nikola Jokic. No, so make that three for three. But a few differing there. And um, where did you sit? I'm really interested, Nick, and I'm wondering if well, for me, I'm thinking Anthony Davis. If he had a not been injured. Uh, he would have almost been a lock for that starting he, he spot. Would have been. I, I would have said so, and it would have really given me a a dilemma as to you like there's no world in which you could have had AD and LeBron yeah, given their yeah. their thirteenth. You know, there's no way you could have two starters mm. from the Lakers in your in your five there, is there? There's no yeah, way there's I, no I was way. about to what, really yeah I mean mm. there's a world but then there's, <laughs> but there's no way in which you can't have LeBron. Yeah. Oh shit! Um, uh, I didn't oh, have LeBron, and yeah, he was another one which was really a really difficult one. But for me, the blokes that I've said have stood out to me more this season. And I all, think they're more deserving. All star selections from me, and I'm sure you guys as well, isn't just the best players. Like I said, mm. I put Zion in there over Sabonis yeah, okay. for for entertainment value. Mm. It's very subjective. Wow. There's That's no great. there's no criteria to why you're picking them. You pick them because you want to. That's the good thing about all star voting. There you go, right? Big uh, big Sabonis in there. That's, I, I, to be honest, I didn't see that coming. I didn't think he would be anyone's in the starting five. Like, Have you watched many Sacramento Kings games? Yeah, this year? I watched them torch the Lakers yesterday. <laughs> so you would have seen just, just how elite he is. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. He, he was good. Mm. He, he was good. He would have. He's certainly in my reserves at the yeah, minute. Yeah. Um, but he has been good. And uh, been. just like the Bean Boys, I really get it love, up. I love those underrated players who don't get the attention that they deserve. Well, I'll give it to you. Let's let's give a bit of light for you know these people who don't get as much credit. The coaches. Mm. My coach of the year in the West is going to Taylor Jenkins from the Grizzlies. Um, again, you know, this is the first year I've been a genuine believer in them. They're still doing it without some key players there. You know, Bain in particular missing time. Um, they're just trucking along. They're just trucking along at the minute. I loved, I, saw, I don't know if you guys saw it the other day, Jar got asked a question, who he, who he kind of fears. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it, oh, what, what was it? Who? He said Celtics. The Celtics. And then it, and they said, uh, no one in, in the West? West. And he said, I'm good in the West. He's going to run through yeah. the West, he reckons. And I love that confidence from him. Um, again, just kind of going under the radar. But I think mm-hmm. what Taylor Jenkins is doing, adapting to these injuries, got them playing a really high brand of basketball. The only, as I said, knock on him comes back to Dylan Brooks. <laughs> Mate, you need to rein that guy in and quick smart because that's, Bullshit him taking that many shots. I've never seen a guy exceed his own, like... Have like, that many tickets uh, on yourself. His expectations on himself and what he thinks he can achieve is through the <laughs> roof. And the like there's delusion just... and then what's the next phase from delusion? Because he's, he's in that. He's in Insanity. that tier. Insanity. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So Taylor Jenkins is my coach of the year from the Grizzlies or my all-star coach at the moment. Mm, I like that. And I... Tend to agree with that as well, but I've actually got Willie Green from the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, I yeah. Think they've had a couple of Big losses Willie. recently, but I think at the same time, what he's been able to do with this New Orleans franchise, currently sitting at 19 and 12, the New Orleans Pelicans, and uh, yeah, about a week or two ago, they was, I think they were sitting clear number one on top, and 
I think they can still regain that first position. I think come the end of the season, there's no reason why they can't finish as that number one seed. And still doing it without Ingram as well. And yep. like there's there's been pieces missing. I like these younger coaches because I feel like they the players almost buy in a little bit more to what they're yeah. putting out there because they're not that far from actually playing in, in the NBA. It's they're a, a new bit more age. Since Pop came in, yeah. there's new a new style, a new mm. wave of of coaching. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you. Yep. I'm with you, Willie. I got Mike Brown from the Sacramento Kings. Mm. Actually, I like that. No one. He's fun. He's I, li- fun. I like him. No yeah, one. I no like one him. thought the uh, the Kings were going to have a seventeen and thirteen record right right now. Be plus five hundred. I certainly didn't. But they Absolutely are. And not. A lot of that, or at least a fair chunk of it, falls back on Mike Brown. Underwatch. Mm. Underwatch. Yeah. His his offensive uh, kind of playbook is suited to the the roster they have. Like this game yesterday, as much as I hate to say it because the Lakers lost, but they do play a fun brand of basketball. And they've just got so many consistent performers. Fox, Sabonis, Kevin Huerta Mm -hmm. doing good things. The the rookie there and Keegan Murray, you know, there's there's a lot to like. I don't think they're a a genuine threat, but I love that they're actually – Exceeding their ours and many out there, their mm. expectations. So it's I, good. There was a game not too long ago where Darren Fox got a pretty awful call against him, and Mike Brown did not like it. In fact, he hated it that he got double teed up in that one double session teed. and got ejected. And I feel like it was just a, his symbolism of saying, This is how much passion I have for this team. I'll put my coaching kind of yeah. thing on the line for you guys. I really loved it. Mike Brown. Before we go to the East, this year, I'm, and I think we said it last week or the week before, I'm so sick of these refs. Some oh. of the teas that have been thrown out, the ejection, I, I'm just getting fed up with it. They ruin games. They are ruining games. Mm. It's a little bit of me time. And a lot of it is actually really heavily impacting the game. It, it's just nonsense. Mm. It's I- nonsense. Like you're there to do a job, to kind of be seen and not heard almost, mm. you know, for lack of yeah, better words. yeah. yeah. But it's the complete opposite. Mm. I want to be heard and, you know, that's put me front and centre. I'm the biggest star as Luca. Yeah. So Officiate, don't control. There you go. There's my little rant. Mm. Fellas, Rightly so. There just needs to be consequences. Please continuing it. Okay, sorry, but there has to be and they have to be public so that we can, you know, there's some kind of compensation for all these horrible calls. Well, the players get, you know, dragged through the mud and penalised mm. and mm. whatever else. What's what's so different from the refs? Mm. There needs to be a review of some description, doesn't it, there? If I went to work and deleted a whole heap of files and sent an abusive, hateful message and did the wrong thing, yep, my ass would be on the line. Mm. Their job's no different. If they, you know, cock up, they should... Uh, Stuff of the wrath. I'm with you. I'm there with we you. Go. Great stuff. Keep them accountable. Fellas, let's move ahead to the east. Lads, transitioning to the east. I, I feel like we might have a few similar ones here, but we'll, mm. we'll see. There's always a couple of little curly ones thrown in. Bro, we might start with you. With your guards for the Eastern Conference. What have you got, Budweiser? Well, this is this was really difficult for me because I had to leave out a guy who should have been in there. Uh, I, I think, think I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good and this job. could this could differ among us actually. So I, in my guard, first guard position, I've got Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks. Right. And trigger trigger Trey Young, and oh, it was really a toss up for me between him and Tyrese Halliburton, who has just been absolutely incredible this year. But Trey Young, there's not many guys in the league who can average near on 30 and 10 assists. His ability to both score and facilitate for this team, even though it's been a little bit dysfunctional at the Atlanta Hawks this season, and we don't even know if he'll be there long-term, but I've watched a lot of Atlanta Hawks game this this season, and he's been really impressive. And I don't think you can dismiss a guy who is can score this efficiently. Or well, not efficiently, rather, sorry. Not not efficiently. Sorry. I, 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 I drove past Trey the other day. He was in the process of knocking up a house with all the bricks he was laying. Not, I had to redact that comment very quickly. <laughs> but can score at the level that he does, yes. which is near on 30 every night, and yeah. still dish out 10 assists as well. So Surely he's, he is not averaging 30. He's averaging 27. I'm rounding yeah, up. Okay. So. That, that's, a, that's a nice bump. Yeah, it's that's a very nice bump. It's only three points, only one bit young. Yeah. I was about to say, if you're going in fives, you, you've almost got to bump him down. <laughs> to 25. <laughs> Mate, I'm trying to justify uh, my case. No, it's good. Don't let the truth ruin a good story. <laughs> and um, in my second card <laughs> position, I've actually got um, Donovan Mitchell yes. from the Cleveland Cavaliers averaging 29 points, three rebounds, four assists. I th- 
he's always been a baller, but I think he's almost to a certain extent gone to another level yeah, at the Cleveland Cavaliers. Has. Like I agree. he looks like he's leading that team and but particularly from an offensive standpoint. And, and Garland are really coexisting. They well. work well together, don't they? Yeah. And that was another question mark that we had at the start of the season. Would they be able to coexist? And looks like they've they've been playing together for years and years. So Donovan he, Mitchell is my starting shooting guard in this team. He is someone that is actually averaging 30 points. I'm pretty sure. 29 and a half. 29, 29 and a half. That, that's, you can round yeah, that up. I was about to say, that's, that's where you can round up. <laughs> oh, I think what's in, and he's in, he's in my guard spot as well. What's impressive mm. for, from Donovan Mitchell for me is how effective he is from three this year. He's up to 43% from three. Yes. That's near on 10% up from last year. He averaged 35% from three at, at the Jazz. Better playmakers around him, do you think? Garland helping, helping set him up. He does well at creating for himself, yeah. but having a competent ball handler who can find him like Garland. Yeah. It, I mean, it helps. Helps, basically. Mm. He, he's absolutely just transformed the Cavs, who were last year an intriguing team with a lot of young talent to actual threats in the East. I really believe in them. Yeah. I really believe in them. In terms of being able to go all the way. Yeah. Yeah. I believe in them to say they're my uh, dark horse. You say, I believe in them. I think they could probably beat every team in the East, except for probably the Bucs. I Mm. think they could take it up to the the Celtics. I worry against the Bucs, but I, I think, you know, I'd have them right up there. Not probably just, you know, if the Bucks are one and the Celtics two, the Celtics would be two A, um, yep. and you know the the Cavs two B. But it's uh, they're not too far off. They're not far no, off at all. No. So I agree. I had I had Mitchell twenty nine and a half points, four rebounds, four assists. You know, he's he's averaging a steal and a half a game. Really, is that number one guy accompanying him in the backcourt? I've got JB. Jalen Brown. Yeah, oh, I like that. Now, Not very much like 26 that. points, seven and a half rebounds, three and a half assists, a steal a game. I think he, especially just because Tatum has been so phenomenal mm. from an offensive output, what he's doing has almost been overshadowed a little bit. It has been. As it does, his, and as it will, his whole career, as long as he stays with Absolutely. Tatum. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I think he's just that pillar of consistency. He is. And I yeah. think, you know, you spoke about consistency with D-Book. LA. I think Tatum has a little bit of, of that as well, yeah. where he can absolutely cook. He's, you know, he can have some off nights. I think he has done better at kind of closing the mm. gap between his floor and ceiling. Mm-hmm. But I think for Brown, you know, his ceiling might not be as high, but I think his floor is a little bit higher. So yeah, that yeah, he, he, yeah. he more operates in that really good area as opposed to superstar area. So I'm loving what he's doing. And I've, I've given him the nod at the minute. So That's so well deserved as well. And I'll probably touch on why a little bit more when I get to my forwards as well. Mm. Um, oh, I'll just say, Go I, I, yeah. I don't have Tatum in my forward, so I felt I had to put in one, Someone, one of them. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> my forwards in a moment, but I had to put at least one Celtic in. You've redeemed yourself somewhat. But, yeah, oh. it's a pass mark. It's a straight ball. <laughs> God, I'm happy I put this guy in because none of you guys did. I, I put in Halliburton. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. And I'm well sick deserved. of everyone saying, or not everyone, I'm sick of if anyone saying that it's not well-deserving and he's a wannabe all-star. I hate so that. You're talk. sick of these imaginary people you've made up in your head. Have, yeah. have you not seen it? I've not <laughs> heard any. TikTok? I've not heard any of it. Patrick the star, you're living under a rock. Who? You, Patrick the star, <laughs> living under a rock, this guy. Oh, dear. They're ninth in the East. <laughs> The paces are with a 16 and 16 record, which is probably, I probably would have had them a bit lower, but they've exceeded expectations. Oh, I had them barely winning 10 games this season, yeah, I don't think. Exactly. Mm. He's averaging 20 points, four rebound, and he's leading the league in assists at 10.6. So good. 47% from the field, 39.3% from three, so near on 40. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a killer. And 87% from the, yeah, from the line. He's money. He is money. He is um, money. They're franchise player. They're cornerstone. They're centerpiece. Um, Tyrese. And such a likable guy as well. Something so about humble. him the way he plays. Like, it's mm. like he's got a smile on his face. The only yeah. thing I don't like about him is his last name. Like, it's hard to get a good nickname or something that rhymes or, you know, mm. something yeah. something good that works with his name, Tyrese Halliburton. I heard his teammates call him um, the franchise. 
or franchise, franchise. because he is uh, their franchise. So player. what happens if Wemby comes in? For an example, like I know they're doing all right at the minute and their lottery yeah. odds wouldn't be great, but if like a, a genuine generational talent came in, could you give him the nickname, the franchise, and then take it away? I think you'd have to change his name to Robin. I don't reckon oh. he'd be taking the franchise if Wemby came in. I'll tell you what, he'd be off. If that was me... <laughs> And I was a big, big stud, big superstar. Some other bloke comes in and they've said, nah, you're Robin now. I'd say, stick it up your crack. I'm like, no, <laughs> so, no I'm, glad you, that. I'm glad you put him in there, Lee. Someone. Well done. Rose, yes. and you had your two there, didn't you? I did have my yeah, two. Yeah, that's yes. great. That's great. Well, let's push on with the forwards. Uh, I might go. go with you, Rose. Yeah, I'll go. Um, a guy who I already know you don't have, Nick, but <laughs> I'll give him his credit because he deserves it. Give him his flowers. Jason Tatum. At that small forward position, 30 points, eight rebounds, four assists this season. Okay. Probably what, probably top, or certainly top three in MVP, um, MVP standings at the minute. I know the Celtics have had a few losses of late, but I think you have to look at, we can't have recency bias in this place. We have to look at the season overall. Why not? Because it just shows, it shows back to back against the Magic and, they were lucky they came back against but the Pacers. They were looking on track for 50. Yeah, so I understand that. But you got to look at the whole picture if you're an NBA fan. You've got to analyse the whole season, which I think I'm doing and including <laughs> him in my uh, All-Star Starters team. So yes. he's in there, absolutely no doubt about it. And then Giannis and Tatakumbo at that second position, 31, 11, and 5. Like, they're crazy numbers, but at the end of the day, so it's good. just Giannis. Like, it, it's, we've just come to expect it. Like, we knew coming into this season, he'd again be a 30, 10, and maybe five assist player. He's and 28 he's years that. old. We've got another yeah. probably five years of this pure and utter dominance, yes. at least, and then he'll start to tail down. But he's 28. What he's achieved already, two-time MVP, mm-hmm. you know, NBA champ, finals MVP, would you okay? Let me just quickly pose this off the back mm. of the Giannis point. Mm, please do. We're looking at probably, you know, let's say Giannis and Luca, two blokes who have, you know, Giannis a little more established, Luca mm. 23. Mm. The potential to be all time, all time Mount Rushmore caliber mm. players. I know it's, it's goddamn getting harder and harder with the Mount Rushmore yeah, with the is. talent there to dis- dislodge someone. Mm. Who would you have more faith in? Reaching, I guess that that Mount Rushmore of NBA, I'm Giannis with that longer resume as it is, or Luca, mm. who you know for as young as he is, what he's mm. achieving, the score and everything else behind him, the potential there. I'll go Giannis. Mm. Okay, I you're taking I'll, more weight to what he's already achieved. Yeah, exactly. I think, I, I think you could already you can already talk about um, the all time list and you know consider Giannis or talk about Giannis. Okay. I, I think so as well. I think I'd go Giannis. Not by much, but I think obviously the championship has had something to do with it. And I know he's had a few more years under his belt, but yeah. also look at, I feel for Luca because I look at the franchise going forward and I think unless they make major changes, he's probably not going to yeah, reach that major success as good, as good as he is. Um, but Giannis ended a combo just once in a generation type player, probably won't see a guy like that. So 28, again. he's got the title, a couple of MVPs, potentially another one this year. Let's say he ends, grabs another two titles, gets mm. another MVP, maybe a finals MVP. Mm. You know, the, the list he's going to have the accolades. He's going to be he's going to be a top ten player. Yeah, you know yeah. how far he gets. How far is he away from that top ten at the moment? Mm. Oh, still a little bit, I think. Mm, I think yeah. he's still he's still got quite a bit to achieve, and it's the accolades that when get you, you there. And you see, like every night, it it appears LeBron's breaking another record, going up the standings once. Giannis, you know, if he gets into the top 20 all-time of scoring, mm-hmm. um, yep. you know, he starts to get into more of those lists. Mm. It brings a bit more weight as well. Uh, but I certainly think in another five years' time we'll be making a really credible case for it. Is he playing his best ball at the minute? But like, I, I think he's... I, uh, prime? Yes, he's in his absolute oh, prime. I think like, he's got a little bit more to give. Okay. He, he could add a little three bit. to his game. I, I don't doubt that. Yeah, I, I think he could, like, as you said, 31 and a half points this season. If you wanted to really milk him, and I know they've had a lot of good wins where they've been able to sit him yeah. earlier and mm-hmm. things of the kind, I reckon you could get him to a 33, 34 yeah. pretty easily. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. doesn't take much for him to get to the get to the rim, just four big steps from backcourt and he's there. I love it. Bro, <laughs> who was your third one there tying off the back of Tatum and, and Giannis? Uh, in my centre position, I've got Joel Embiid, uh, 32 points, 10 rebounds, four assists for the season, just been absolutely dominant. One of my worst calls I've ever made on this podcast, and I think in my NBA watching 
history is earlier in the season. I think it was after James Harden had started on fire. Oh, I, I said, said the same thing too. I said, uh, oh. oh, yeah, I reckon James Harden might compete with uh, Joel Embiid in terms of scoring averages this year. And Didn't we say MVP, there's a better chance as well that Harden <laughs> would get it over Embiid? Oh, I reckon we probably did. Well, I, I, have a, I have a feeling I was the only I one that said you, Embiid. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you, you were. And we, he had one or two good games where he cooked and you and I were right on board the train. <laughs> we were on board the train. All aboard the, the Harden train. That, yeah, it's not absurd to that, it was absurd. It, it was it's stupid. Not it's back not absurd. Now. At the time, I thought it was a legitimate call, but so did I. I do remember that crystal yeah, clear, shocking, shocking call. Um, <laughs> we need to be, yeah, we need to have our podcasting license revoked a little bit because Gotta of be that. Better. But um, yeah, he's just been as dominant as ever. It's sort of the same story with Giannis. You came into this season just knowing he was going to be an absolute beast once again. And Thirty-two and a half points for heart, uh, for Embiid, should I say? Ten rebounds. I sure changed him a bit. Yeah. Yep. Still a block and a half a game, getting to the free throw line 12 times a game as well. Dominance. Like, Dominance I feel personified. Like, I feel like he should be in MVP talks. Yeah, he must be a like... few games. Yeah, it's probably that that's put him out. Yeah. He, he'd, he'd be in and around the mark, but. Mm, wouldn't uh, be far off. Yeah, that's a good three there, mm-hmm. Roe. Um, my three, I will speak to Giannis Embiid. I won't touch on them too much. Just echoing everything you were saying yeah. there, Roe. My third one, so you had Tatum. I mean, oh. there can only be one other guy, right? I've gone KD. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, fourth in the East, riding the seven-game win streak at the moment, 30 points, six and a half rebounds, five assists, a block and a half a game, 92.5% from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Again, almost, almost given all the, the, like, the media and the circus that was surrounding them, what they're achieving is almost going under the radar. It is, yeah. Um, yep. As I said. What, you said what they're achieving? Yeah, what they're achieving. Mm-hmm. KD as well as in the Brooklyn Nets yeah. as a whole geez he's carrying them I don't know if I'd say what they're I'd say what he's achieving what he's achieving <laughs> yeah that okay I'd, I'd echo that um but yeah he's doing nothing but good things like he, he yeah. looks locked in really locked in and it was I oh, forgive me I forgot who they were playing the other day it was K I was I think it was, it was the Pistons yeah it was the Pistons and he dropped was it 24 points or something in the third quarter mm. and it was just incredible watching it Literally just stepping into threes, hit like three back to back to back. Um, Can't imagine anyone on that Detroit roster uh, causing him too much trouble. Although they nearly won. They nearly won Detroit. Good game that. Um, KD did it for them. But seeing him and Kyrie just, you know, bowling out the nets, you can't sleep on them either. No. Like with with the way he's playing, they've got a punter's chance because he is that good. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I put Brown in. As almost because I had to get a Celtic in there, but I and hence I went KD. I understand and I forgive you. Mm-hmm. I understand with a subtle <laughs> undertone in that. I, I understand. I'm glad you picked up on that. Yeah, and I've gone KD as well. It was it was a very hard decision uh, choosing KD over Tatum. So no Celtic for you. No Celtic. I I feel like um who, whoever's on your fantasy team plays such a big <laughs> so part. Like Roe put Trey in. So I true. Put, yeah. I put KD in. Yeah. But um, yeah, like Nick said, he's averaging 30. This is the first time he's averaging 30 since his MVP season, actually, Ooh. in 2014. And he's doing it at a 56% clip. Yeah, and that's pretty damn impressive mm. seeing that one quarter of his shots are from three and he's shooting 56%. God damn. He's, I, I'd say he's the best shooter this season yep. Um, in my eyes. He's carrying the Nets to that fourth spot. I didn't even know they were fourth in the yeah, East. I thought, they were, win streak. I thought they were lower than that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, I, I put KD above Tatum because I, I feel like um, he's doing more under tougher circumstances. And I think that's more impressive. I understand what you're saying because I'm just uh, because I know. You sound like you should be a counselor, isn't it? I understand. I do understand, I understand, but I have queries. And for a guy like Tatum, who I think would be top two in MVP candidates, to not get a starting gig on the All Star team, I think it's very, very stiff. It would be very stiff. And that's, that's the difference. I don't think Tatum is top two. Let's play him as a guard you then. Piss, piss JB off, and we'll play him as a guard. Okay, sure. Because I, I was almost going to do that. that, and I saw when you went to do the ballot, like I had him as a forward, so I was like, yeah. oh, I can't really pull a pull a Swifty here and do that. So yeah. I put JB in for that fact. But yep. if you could do that, we'll piss him off and Tatum's in. No, you can't, though. No. But yeah. you can't. If wishes were fishes, <laughs> the world would be an ocean. Um, but it's not. <laughs> I haven't so. heard that one before. <laughs> <in all laughs> honesty. 
There you go. Good stuff, fellas. Let's go with our coach then. You can tell he's happy with himself as well. I, I, I do like that one. I do like that one. There was another one. What was it? Oh, it... oh, oh no. no, we've opened up the yeah, um, no, I bet not. catchphrase. I bet not because I'll be here all night. <laughs> um, Dave in the Paisley, what have you got for your coach? Well, I've got to go with the same guy that I put coach of the year, Joe Mazzula from the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. I, I said it all last week. What he's been able to do at such a last minute and, you know, rain these boys up from the Boston Celtics. Last minute, it's Joe. Well, yep. I've, you know, granted, I still probably think he'll be coach of the year. I've gone someone else for mm. the All-Star game. Mm. I'm giving it to JB. JB, biggest star yeah, from tempted. the Cavs. Yep. Um, 22 and 11 record. Has done a tremendous job, I believe, of really, you know, when you get someone as dominant as Mitchell, there's certainly mm. an integration period. It's the same with DeJounte Murray coming into the Hawks. All these players, there is an ironing out period. But the way they've adjusted, it was pretty much instantaneous. Mm. The way they clicked it, Garland yep. and Mitchell in this Cavs squad. I'm loving what they're doing. As I said, I think they're a genuine threat now. So JB Bickerstaff is my pick there. I love that pick. I've gone with Joe Missoula as well um, for the reasons that we I sort of discussed the other week when I said I think he'll be coach of the year. He's been incredible with the Boston Celtics, and I think he's the perfect guy to lead our franchise forward. But I really love what you said about JB Bickerstaff as well because he's just he's a guy who I've watched a lot of Cavs games this season because they've been super exciting, Ooh. and he's a guy who I just know would be an absolute incredible coach yeah. to have from a personality perspective, from a leadership perspective, everything you want out of the like out of your head coach he possesses and i think they're in very good hands the Cavs. i tell you what i would love to be i would love to be a fly on the wall for the conversations that are going to go on at the end of the season with Ime Adoka and joe mazula mm. in the room like <laughs> shit. sorry Ime, but i i feel like you've lost your lost your crown now like you had his chance you can't be going playing up with Internal staff, can you? It's and not on. Lot, like, you know, again, we spoke about this the other way. Hypothetically, if they were to win the title, because they are a genuine threat and a lot of people's kind of pick the Celtics, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty hard to send this guy back to a, a reserve role if he, if he jags out a title. There's, there's, there's no, no hope, chance. is there? I think, as Lee was saying the other week, I think he's lost the trust of the playing group at the minute. I'm not sure how the contract and everything. The contract could be whatever. a different story. But I, yeah. if I was them, I'd just. No Nuke it now and get yeah. him, get just iron it out. Missoula's mm. the guy going forward, but I'm with you. There you go. Yeah, he's got a lot to do. Lads, as I said, All Star Game is going to be an absolute hoot this year. The talent that the league possesses is arguably the best it's ever been. Mm. Um, so, so deep. You know, some of these players, the differences we had, there's another 10 to 15, 20 names that we could have had for these spots made a case for. A lot of honorable mentions. A lot of honorable mm. mentions. You had a couple there, Rose. I don't want to discredit the great work you did. Um, did you just want to rattle off a few? Oh, uh, well, I read off a few throughout the episode, but mm-hmm. I mean, Halliburton, Durant, Yarkum, Butler, yeah. Adebayo in the East, in oh, the yeah. in the West, AD, Jamarant, Steph Curry, LeBron, and Zion for me personally. Um, yeah, Pascal Siakam, he's a guy yeah. we didn't mention at all, but he's had a really good season, had a few games where he's been out, admittedly, but. We'll discuss Recency it before that. off the back of the 50-piece oh, nugget well, against the other day. I'll tell you what, it certainly wouldn't have hurt. It's man. good timing, yeah, isn't it? Well, Just as the votes are opening. It's, <laughs> yeah. That's the way to do it, you know. Look at the dates. When these uh, votes are opening and saying, shit, this is the night I'm going to drop a 50. Yes. Why yeah. not? I'm a front and centre of people's <laughs> mind. He's uh, he's playing checkers. We're all playing chess. Didn't, didn't hear Andrew out. Wiggins on anyone's list. Yeah, no. I think Wiggins getting a second call. Well, they've, they've made a new rule regarding Wiggins. Yeah, the Wiggins rule. The Wiggins rule. Just yeah. to, uh, it's got to be uh, done only via the app, the voting. So, fair play. Yeah. There's no uh, scouting votes from uh, K-pop Twitter. stars yeah. that Wiggins had, had on board there. So I don't know how that happened. And Does anyone? A mystery. It's, mm, it's like no. the... Uh, What's his connection with K-pop? Like the Bermuda Triangle. It's a mystery <laughs> that will never be uncovered. Mm, <laughs> it, yeah. It's fun, though. Leave it to the imagination. It's a better story that way. I, I'm I'm waiting for Rose Christmas present. Last year, we got Giddy Cameo. Now, what have we got? Um, Anything? Ooh, yep. I think I'm going to have to let you down this season. <laughs> That's the that, gift that keeps on giving. And to be honest with you, that one covered a few years. Yeah, true. Yeah. That, one was a, that one was an ever-growing present. Ever-growing. And I tell you what, it gets better the better he gets. That's exactly yeah. right. Grows in value. Yeah. So. yeah, it's an investment. And you Guys, welcome. what an episode. Deep in the piece, as I said, it had an absolute blast. Um, you know, it's uh, the most magical time of the year, so they say. So we certainly, as we said, you know, enjoy the time, spend it with family, have a nice meal. 
do all that good stuff that Christmas brings. We certainly appreciate you joining mm. us week in and week out. And you know, from all of us, we we, we wish you guys a very Merry Christmas, don't we? Absolutely. We do. Thank you very Unless much. Unless you're Jewish. Gosh. Full circle. I love how we've done that. <laughs> oh, goodness. Just quickly, fellas, what is your number one go-to Christmas movie? Oh, if, we... if anyone's got some free time and they haven't, you know, they want to watch Tim Christmas. Tim Allen, movie, Santa Claus. That's your number one? Yeah. Um, I really love Polar Express. Oh sh- no, you don't. I do. No, I we know really Nick's do. Because we went through this last year. What is it, Ro? I don't remember it. What Nick's? Yeah. Uh, Nick's is uh, ooh. come on, you man. know it. What What was it with the guy in it? Oh, Chevy Chase. Chevy yeah, Chase, yeah. National Lampoon. That's right. Oh, yes. Is your Polar Express? I love Polar Express. The kids just didn't, the the guy, the little main character guy, just. Get me, it just irks me something shocking. Does he? That's your number one. Uh, it's probably recency bias. Yeah, okay. I did say something about it recently, but <laughs> oh, very no, good. it was the same last year. I I think it was, but there's a, there's a few good ones out there. There is actually. some good ones. Home Alone. I'm always the sucker for mm. those ones. Yeah, and uh, very good though, guys. Be sure to check out all of our Christmas movies there that we've put forth if you haven't already seen them. <laughs> yeah. Some absolute classics. Oh, you wouldn't have seen them before. No, no, no. <laughs> guys, we'll let you go. We hope you honestly have a wonderful week, a wonderful Christmas. We can't wait to be back again talking with you guys soon. Um, be sure to let us know what you thought of our all-star picks. Hit us up on the socials. Once again, had some tremendous conversations with you guys during the week talking all things ball. So keep it coming. We love chatting ball. We love it. We love it, don't we, fellas? We do. We live for it. So, guys, we'll let you go and we'll talk to you soon. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.